Welcome to my podcast, Episode 2, Healing My Body, Mind, and Soul Through Plant Medicine. For those that are joining me for the first time, this podcast is about my journey of healing through different modalities because I have become devoted to healing myself over this entire life journey since I was the age of 11 just to become a better me. So I have been very fortunate to have been guided to find different ways of integrating my work, my current work, which is yoga, as a teacher. As a student and a teacher, I have found many tools that have been given to me to help me through my healing process. There have been also teachers, books, uh, professors, therapists. I have come across many different types of forms of healing. And this one that we're talking in this podcast is how I came in contact with ayahuasca. And that started back in 2015. And I basically want to say before that time, I was already kind of in the works of really having a lot of curiosity. Sometime in 2013, 2014, I kept talking about how much I would want to get dive deep into the ayahuasca because I was very curious on how the indigenous people made this such a sacred ceremonial thing for their tribes for many years and they continue to do so. Some of them, I think the Shipibo people, if not quote me correct, but I know there is a, a tribe that still to today will is given, they give it to their children once they're born within weeks and um, it's just to get them in this state of consciousness at an early stage of life, bringing them, they're connecting with their ancestors, they're connecting with many different spirits. Um, what ayahuasca has done for me Let's hold back. Let's give you an example. For those that don't know what ayahuasca, it is a a plant that is a hallucinogenic that opens. That's from the Amazonian. Comes from the Amazonian that opens up your mind and help you heal through all the traumas and that you have set your intentions into working with. This also can make you feel, see, hear, or smell, even taste. So different people have different experiences. Some are angelic, some are just colorful, some are with auras. It just varies per person, and what they experience is never the same experience. If you think you're having a bad trip, it's not a bad trip. Think of it as a scenario of you having to deal with it, because whatever comes up for you has a lot to do with is that something that has been within you, and it needed to surface up. So it kind of that is why we call it the teacher plan. You have to confront it and you have to delegate with whatever that topic is. So I'm going to dive deep in a little bit into now giving you an, a little bit more awareness on how in these process times, I processed a lot. Let me reverse it. I processed a lot during the times. I've only sat six times in a circle of ayahuasca, five with the same group and one outside the circle. And what I encountered with that was how important it was integrating uh, the Icaros, the music, the ceremonial was key, the shaman, how they handled their work with each and every individual in the circle is very much an important part of the ceremony. How sacred and serious they take their work is very a very big key to helping you heal or helping you come up with whatever comes up for you in that time that you are in that circle experiencing whatever experiences you are going through and then integrating it at the end when you're done 
having you understand what comes up for you or things that were not so clear for you they make it very clear for you to see what that message was for you so it is important to really find somebody that's going to be very authentic in their work and is going to really want to help heal you through your process and guide you very well it is very an important part of the step of guiding so to do your research so who is very authentic and knows what they're doing and is a it's a key element to to helping you go through a process and and knowing that you are sitting in with intentions of what you want to work on will help you go through this healing the wounds that you have created in this lifetime and that maybe wounds that come from the past life as well that will have passed down from one generation to another so i am going to go now for a brief uh commercial and we will go back into stepping into 2015. see you soon and i'm back and now let's dive deep into 2015. And one of the times that I came across this plant medicine, I think I'd manifested it. I want to say it was the most incredible thing. I had put it out there wanting to see how I can come across it in not being, not having to travel. And I wanted to see if they, you know, I had that ability and finally somehow I had through an acquaintance, I had the opportunity to be asked if I had somehow any knowledge on it. And I responded back where I was interested, but no, I had no knowledge about it. I wanted to dive deep in a little bit into it and the perfect opportunity popped up for me. So I joined them in their home and they had a shaman coming from Brazil that basically had been already diving deep into his practice and into shamanism for about seven to eight years, I believe, at the time. And um, he became very, aware that I was not uh, introduced to this whole scene, even though as a yogi, most people assume that I already have experienced it, but that wasn't the case with me. And I found myself in a situation where I wanted to know more. I sat down with them and they explained to me what they tend to do in this particular group, which I sat five times with them, had the blessing to do so. They sat me down where they go into a deep ceremony in a circular format and they really go into it in a authentic and at the same time spiritual sacred way which is what I actually respected and loved about this particular circle I, I joined in and one of the things that they not only do the ayahuasca but they combine it with hape, sananga then they bring the ayahuasca into it and then they end it with kambo and as I said earlier, I explained to you what kambo, uh, ayahuasca was. Kambo is also a medicine that they have from the Amazonian that comes from the secretion of a giant monkey frog. And the, secre- the secretion contains a lot of 100 of bioactive peptides, which is very useful and it shows a lot of potency in anti-inflammatory, antibiotics, anti-cancerous, and anti-pain effective. These peptides have been also scientifically studied and it is also very legal and safe to use. 
when administered by a qualified practitioner. So that is very key to know that who you're putting your hands on through this practice, you are or have done your research. It is a very powerful plan um, for physical illnesses as well, emotional, spiritual, and it will be releasing a lot of trauma, trauma, old wounds that will come up energetically, anything that has been blocked or that has been hidden away from you because the trauma was so intense. Um, it will, our bodies store those wounds and try to put it to the side, but they always surface up depending on who, what situation comes up for us, who triggers it for us, and are, we sometimes then, if we suppress a lot, we then fester these old wounds into diseases and illnesses. And what combo tends to do when you do the combination of the IO and the combo at the end, it releases a lot of those blockages that has been stored within ourselves, allowing ourselves to heal. And the medicine that is given to us it just heals in such a beautiful way. You feel physically, emotionally, spiritually almost awakened, alive, and it just changes your whole well-being. I really, really, you know, not till you kind of fall into the situation of wanting to dive into it and understanding it, going in as a student, as I said, because as a teacher, I've understood the combination of being a student and teacher, and this is when I go in trusting the process of what I'm going to get out of it and how is it going to help me. So let's go back now to my first ceremonial gathering. I'm in a circle where I really don't know anyone in this circle. I find myself having to come into this circle of, with, at the moment, let's put it this way, when I first came in, I had I came in and I want to say it was in a perfect time because I came in in a time where I was at my lowest. I had basically sold my house, broke a relationship, and my daughter went away to college. So everything that I basically had something attainable to me or I was so attached to it, I had to let it go so it felt almost as the ground was uprooting. And my sense of abandonment came back up unknowing it was surfacing because at the time i had no idea what these feelings were and i had been tapping into it on and off over the years before this so not till i sat down in my ayahuasca ceremonial circles did i actually realize that abandonment was one of my key roots root issues so when i sat down the first one I try, they come in, they start the ceremony. You have to be clean. You have to have a clean diet for about a week, minimum of three days, but they prefer you to do it for a week in a vegan form where there's no dairy, no alcohol, no drinking, no nothing, just basically very clean diet. And what this does for you, it cleanses everything out. So when you do momentous the ceremony, back out and then the, the day of the ceremony you are to eat at least I think you have given up to the time of six o'clock because the ceremony starts at night my ceremonies always started around 11 to 12 o'clock at night and we sat up all night basically through the night till 11 o'clock the next morning when they 
had worn off and then we sit down, integrate it and eat our breakfast. So going back into my my ceremonial circle, they start you off in a beautiful ceremony of welcoming all of the spirits, the ancestors into the circle. They ground you, each and every one of us gets grounded with what we call hape, which is actually grounded tobacco. You get, they, they actually take it into your nose and you kind of, they blow it into your nose and you inhale this. What this does, not that I actually came across that feeling of understanding, wasn't until my fourth time in the circle did I understand that this, what this particular hape does is to ground you and root you. So the feeling for me was not at all jolly. I did not like the feeling of going, having something up my nose and being blown in there. I didn't like the feeling. It really kind of gave me a little bit of resistance, but I continued on and pushed forward through it. Things did surface up for me, but resistance was one of them. Uh, on the second round, then they give you what they call sananga, which is they put this in the is these drops that they that are natural that they put into your eyes, allowing you to basically work the pineal gland, and then comes the ayahuasca in the second round where they go ahead and they give you this to drink. You may take one to two rounds of it, depending on the person. Purging may come up for you. Everyone has a different experience. My experience at the moment was very intense. I found myself coming into faith in that circle in that night. And why I say that is because I was so scared of what was happening. A lot of the images were dark, colorful but dark. Some of them were painful. And one image changed into the other. Every time I opened my eyes to find my area, I'd find myself kind of feeling a, a sense of purging. When I closed my eyes, the purging would go, but I had to dive deep into whatever was surfacing at the moment, and trust was one of them. Trusting the process of what was going to come up for me. And I could say I was feeling very resistant, very resistant to the whole process. People were all purging around me. People were feeling the same thing. Everyone had a different experience. And I would observe, but still be within. But it forces you to be within your own self. And knowing my personality over the years as a child, I always took care of others. So taking care of myself was forced upon me in this particular ceremonial because I found myself wanting to observe other people, see what was going on, but it always came back to me. And the moment I just finally surrendered to that thought of, okay, I surrender, I'll, I'll look, I'll look what is, whatever message is coming up, I'll, I'll surrender to it. The moment I gave that the chance to come up, I received an image of one of my old Instagram posts I did where I found a picture of myself, where I took a picture of myself, where I'm in a child pose, extending my arms out and my hands. I placed a text 
writing surrender. That picture pops up a few times during that ceremony for me, giving me an idea of like, and, 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 and it's just that thought of like, wow, this is a message that is brought up to me because of all those pictures I have had posted on a daily basis, this particular one, which was an old one, was not one that I would say I would come up with, but the fact that it came up in my mind at that moment was astonishing for me. An awakening moment that I understood this is a message. So faith was starting to restore back within me, and I am as, as a healer, I've worked with Reiki. That was one of my first things that I've done earlier years and I always call my archangels Michael, Gabriel and Raphael to basically work with me during the process of my healing myself and others I had lost as I said when I came into the ceremony I had lost a lot of faith to where I totally didn't even want to think about them at them at the time so when this image pops up, it brought me back into that light, into that there is faith, there is hope, there is more to that. And it, it's hard to say because it's a feeling that comes up for me. For me, it was a feeling, a sensation that they were there for me. I had my moments of having a lot of heat come up for me, a lot of um, er moments where I felt very almost as if I was going to faint. My shaman comes around, has me go another round of pape to ground me. I resist as if there's no tomorrow. I resist so bad, but I finally get a chance to do it. And but once I did, it grounds me so much to where I found myself now going through other images that pop up, but not so resistance this time. I started feeling a sense of almost peace, not almost achieving that sense of peace and calm because I'm tired of resistance. So I'm giving kind of up of that resisting. And I find myself where it's, the pain is less or whatever was coming up is a lesser feeling, almost a sense of like, okay, wait a second, it's telling me as I give myself into understanding or resist less, I feel less. I feel more at peace. So at this point, I remember being where my eyes were closed. I was being in this place of... I was thinking there was a presence in front of me that was waving. Like, I felt someone basically giving me air and I felt feathers around me but as I opened my eyes there was nobody there my shaman was on the other side attending another another uh, group in, a person in a member in the group and their other his assistants were with him as, as, as well so I found myself I was in this myself so when I closed my eyes again I can see a like an aura and, and a sense of, I felt mainly through my experience of ayahuasca, it was more feeling than anything, but I would see either auras 
or I would see a, a silhouette of, in this case, almost like wings. And I felt being feather being fanned by these feather by these beautiful feathers and I can see a white aura around it. At that point I restored my faith of my archangel being there for me, guiding me, and I went into creating a dome for myself as a sense of safety and protection, being in that light of white light around angelic beings and feeling safe and feeling at peace. By then, we go into combo. That is also a form of, you drink a lot of water. You have to drink about a gallon of water. So when they insert the combo on your skin, once it comes into your body, you basically start purging the water back out. It just comes out. The, see, the feeling that you get after you do combo combined with the ayahuasca is a sense of peace because when you do the ayahuasca it takes a day or two to kind of balance out you feel yourself still in the sense of like you're you're you know it was a lot a lot went through you so you kind of need a day to recover but when you do the combo it resets everything you can start your day and it's almost like you're energetically, your energy opens up immensely. You become so empowered. You become so confident. You become so compassionate with yourself. You become so understanding with how and compassionate with others. You become so in such a quick time because that's what it did with me. So I chose to sit back again in the ceremony the second time and I did this in between a day what came up for me at that moment that I needed to work on because as, as I'm telling you no ceremony is the same however you experience it one can be good one can be bad all of them, it just varies based on what you're dealing with at the moment or what needs to be surfaced and that's embedded in you in my case I had trust issues and trust was what the second ceremony brought up. It allowed me to break also old contracts, which was something I had set intentions to. As I said, a lot of the ayahuasca ceremonies need to be done with intentions and allow yourself to bring yourself in a place of understanding, compassion, when those in, in, that information comes up for you and that you allow it yourself to surrender to whatever that information is, understand it, look at it in a compassionate way, and then turn the coin into a positive way and how you're going to achieve now healing from it and moving forward. By breaking all habits on that second ceremonial, I found myself coming into the third ceremony. That one I did sometime later in the fall and that one taught me how to say no learning I learned to stand for what I wanted and most of the time I was a people pleaser because of something that dealt with ultra traumas that I dealt as a child and how I handled it growing up was basically pleasing others and not really doing what was good for me not allowing me to live an authentic life 
this allowed me to bring myself to a place of saying no and being able to stop things. And it created a sense of inner peace within myself because I was able to do it in a way after I came out of this ceremony. It, it, it allowed me to, as I move forward, I find myself, I, when I say no, I do it in a loving way. I don't use anger like I used to as a child. And it would be always when things came to a point of it's I would explode and I would lose those relationships or contacts because I, I got to a point I didn't I couldn't deal with them anymore, so I'd walk away and just basically explode. So now I'm able to say no, having compassion with whoever I'm talking to or whatever the subject is and being able to stand for what I really truly value in myself and still be able to have very healthy relationships not only with me but with everybody because it's something I'm mirroring out I came into my fourth ceremony a year later after that so 2016 now comes in and I believe we did this in New Year's Eve it was something I wanted to do wake up into this space of starting my year by entering the year in this format, I came to understand how plant medicine worked. I wanted to dive deep on the understanding of one, what Hapa did for me, when Sananga was applied, and when I drank the ayahuasca, as well as when the combo came. I learned to understand it and be so sacred into it to where I respected no different than going to a church when you go to it, I'm a Catholic and when you go to church you everything you do you do it in a sacred way so I chose to apply each and everything that was given to me in that sacred and with integrity and I started to understand how each and every plant basically worked respect the plan a lot because it is it, I want to say it's not easy each one has its purpose and when I did the hape I learned to know that it was to ground me so I allow it to come to, to be given to me when Sananga was given to me in the eyes I allowed myself to be relaxed when I did this so that way I didn't feel that pain when I resisted when it was applied and I found the process so much easier when the ayahuasca was given to me I also found it much I, I, I was able to just understand it and when the information came up for me I, I surrendered to that information so that was the time of how everything worked and I kept myself notes of how things worked. I started diving deep into different Dr. Gabor Mate was one of my uh, amazing teacher in this experience among others on how to understand the plant and to set intention and to understand how to work your old wounds, your old traumas and how to understand your mind and body and how to understand what when something comes up how to turn it in the coin basically 
I chose to go again, but this time I sat outside of my circle for the first time because my group was not in was in the Amazonian at the time doing a ceremony. So the time being, I took a bunch of my friends and we went to a local shaman that um, basically recommended someone that was coming from another from Colombia, I believe. And my experience there. I was, for the first time, and I think this, I, as I say, everything happens for a reason, I understood how it's important to have someone that knows, uh, that is qualified and loves what they're doing and is about their work, because it shows. This particular circle was not of my highest good at all, it, I found myself with the group, a large group, larger than you can possibly think of. Nobody was being attended. Icaros were not being played. And that's very important in the ceremony because it, there's a, your shaman has to know what's coming up for you. So when he is with that particular client or that particular person, whatever's coming up for them, he will sing a personal Icaros if he has to, just to allow that person to go through their process. For the group, people sing a healing one. And I realized how important they were because I had a hard time with the ayahuasca, allowing things to come up for myself. I just have done, I just have done a lot of work for myself. And I'm a healer and understand how energy works. So I'm able to maintain myself in that place of taking myself there. But it's still, there was something missing. The integrity wasn't there in this group and I totally felt it I felt so off on disappointed and but it, at the same time grateful to see the difference because I had been sitting down with the same group for a long time so I was able to see what this my original group brought into the circle and how important it was for me so on the sixth one, which has been my last one for now. I don't know if I'll come back into it, but for now it has been my last one. I sat back again with my original circle. This time, bringing everything I understood about the plan, understanding how to integrate it, understanding the intentions, understanding what I wanted to see from it, and bring the best of me out. And what I got from this one was so magical. From the moment we started to the moment we ended, I cannot tell you the experience of it was outstanding. Angelic for me, magical, showed me also who I was, that I was a healer. I saw myself healing people. Everything, all the colors that I saw were white, purple, and, and pink. Very bright and nothing but light colors. I did not see this darkness that I saw in the past. I saw nothing but light. As if I had transcended into light. And by having that respect for each and every plant that was given to me, plant medicine that was given to me, the experience of it was just beyond words. I did not want to come out of the experience. I remember just feeling just elated with each moment every second every minute I just felt myself and I saw myself dancing through everything dancing through the ceremony as if I was there um, doing it 
personally but this was all in my mind and I was very very elated and happy I felt the sense of freedom and peace and joy within my entire the entire time I was in the ceremony it was so magical and beautiful that when I came into the combo I just was ready ready for a new life a new change a new experience a new chapter and even in the combo, when you do it, when you re, re, you purge the water back out and the medicine that comes with it out, most of the people have this cloudness of like dark. It almost looks like you're spitting tobacco out. It, it looks that dark. Mine was very pale yellow and clear. I had never seen that and I had never experienced that until this time. And one of the things my shaman said to me at that moment, said that I had achieved the level of understanding plant medicine. Interestingly enough, he has seen in me that I would be a great plant medicine teacher. And today, in this year since we hit COVID, I joined an herbal school online to learn more about plant medicine. I never really thought, and this was this was in 2016 so we're now in 2020 and here I am exploring and again it's timing because I really didn't see myself doing this and here I am finding myself understanding plant medicine understanding more of the, about the homeopathic life of and diving deep into my roots it is an eye awakening situation a healing that took place just from doing this and it was a calling that something within my ancestors my guides leading me to this place it is the most beautiful thing I can tell you and I also have experience in this year where one of my girls many years ago that used to take yoga we lost contact once I want to say eight nine years she dove deep into shamanism as well she's local I ran into her and I will talk more about her in another podcast and I'll bring into the plant medicine of Seagull Asylum which is mushrooms I think you will find it fascinating and I will tell you more on how and what and how I healed my trauma of abandonment in this year that came with going into plant medicine again. But I will leave that into my next podcast. And I'm going to leave it here. And I hope that this podcast gives you some good information uh, and, it help, and you find it helpful that you can become, that you can find other ways of healing through your journey. So stay tuned to my next podcast. And have a blessed, blessed week. Namaste.